Welcome to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. Enjoy this new message from Pastor Brian Gibbs. Y'all good? Y'all good tonight? Praise the Lord. Why don't you grab your Bibles if you would. I'd like you to go to the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3. And I want you to hold your place right there. Let's give God praise for our worship team. Come on. Amen. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, worship team. So beautiful tonight. I'm going to move right into Daniel 3 in just the next few moments, but I want to introduce tonight really our message out of the New Testament in 1 Peter. It's going to be behind me in just a moment. 1 Peter chapter 4. I want to speak to you concerning the fiery trial, and I want, to con- I want to encourage you to take notes, okay? Take some good notes tonight, and of course, you can go back on our website, you can go back on our app to these messages at, at all times. Father, we thank you for the power of your word. We thank you for the anointing of the Spirit upon the word of life. Lord, may your word come like fire upon us this night. May your word cause us to stand at attention. Lord, as it was prayed, even in the prayer room before we began this meeting tonight, that your word would go forth and it would cut between the bone and the marrow, the soul and the spirit, because, Lord, your word is alive and it is active. It is the sharp, two-edged sword. Lord, pierce us tonight and loose life in this place. Let there be power. Let there be anointing. Let there be the witness of the Spirit upon us tonight. And Lord, as we've been decreeing, Lord, let the breath of the Lord be released. Lord, breathe on us. Breathe on us, Lord, through your word. And Lord, we declare over each one that came up tonight, tonight is the night of miracles. Tonight is the night of miracles and breakthrough in the respiratory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We call it done. And let the breath of the Lord flow in this house. And let the voice of the Lord thunder in this house. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. The Apostle Peter, he writes in 1 Peter chapter 4, I'm beginning in verse 12. He says, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing is happening to you. Let's read it again together. Beloved, do not think that it's strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing has happened to you. What is he saying? What is Peter saying? He's saying, do not be bewildered. Do not be surprised. Do not be shocked. Do not be caught off guard. Do not be overwhelmed, but have understanding and discern what is actually happening in your life. Are you with me? Don't be caught off guard. Don't think it's strange, but rejoice to the extent that you partake in Christ's sufferings, that when His glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. And if you are reproached, if you are reproached for the name of Christ, you are blessed. Come on. You are blessed for the spirit of glory and of God rest upon you. Watch these next words. On their part, he is blasphemed. Oh, but on your part, he is Oh, woo! Isn't that powerful? Powerful. Don't think it's strange about the fiery trials that each and every one of us are having to endure. Don't think it's strange the storyline that is going throughout the terrain of your life right now of adversities. Understand, discern what is happening all around you. Don't be shocked, don't be offended at God by the adversity around you, but understand and have exceedingly great joy. Are you with me tonight? Wow. Why? The spirit of glory rests on you. 
Say it over your life tonight. The spirit of glory rest on me. Come on, tell somebody, the spirit of glory rest on me. Come on, say it. The spirit of glory rest on me. That's right. That's right. Now, we're looking to Daniel chapter 3 tonight, and I'm speaking to you about the fiery trial this evening. I've been studying back in the book of Daniel once again. Man, these pages are alive. And I'm just going to read. You know, of course, we're, we're very familiar. Of course, Israel has gone into captivity. They've been in captivity now 70 years, and Nebuchadnezzar has this wild idea to build this golden demon god and commands everyone to bow down to worship it. We see that in in verse 1 of chapter 3 concerning the image of gold. But in verse 3, it says, So also the satraps and the administrators and the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces gathered together for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar set up. Now, I, that, that's a lot of people, folks. Let me just sum it up. He gathered the government. Say the government. He gathered the government together and he demanded them when the sound of the music went forth, they were to bow down and begin their worship to this golden image. Are you with me? But there were these three young Jewish boys, young men. They refused to bow down and worship this golden image. And I'm beginning in verse 17. And they said... Our God, whom is able to deliver us from this burning furnace, our God, who who we serve, is able to deliver us from this burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. I want you to say that. Underline that. He will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods. We do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the golden image which you have set up. And so Nebuchadnezzar, he went into a rage. He went into a fury. He began to threaten them. And he said, let's heat the furnace seven times even greater to throw them into the fire. In verse 19, then Nebuchadnezzar, he was full of fury. And the expression on his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I bet his face did change. How many of you think that? His face did change towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he spoke and he commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. I'm in verse 20. Then he commanded certain mighty men of valor to bind up Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego and cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. And then these men, were, they were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments. And they were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And therefore, because of the king's command was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they fell down bound in the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And then King Nebuchadnezzar, he was astonished. And he rose in haste and he spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not bind three men and throw them into the midst of the furnace? And they answered and said to the king, Oh, true, O king. Verse 25, look, he said. I see four men loosed, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Woo! Come on! The fourth man in that fire, the image of him was like the Son of God. If Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were here 
to give testimony. And I'm here as their witness tonight to give testimony in 2021. They would tell us very, very clear when the world is telling you to bow down. Don't you dare bow down to any level of intimidation. Don't you bow down to any level of witchcraft. Don't you bow down to the corruption of this age, the spirit of this age that is trying to blind the masses. Don't you dare do it. They would tell us do not cower down to a false unity movement or yield your alliance for them. They would tell you do not bow down to wicked leadership. Don't you leave me up here alone tonight. Come on. We're going places tonight, baby. Come on. That baby was for you, Bren, not everybody else. <laughs> Love you, baby. Come on, baby. Shadrach, <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I love these guys. Don't you love them? Powerful. They knew their identity. They knew who they were in God. I love what they said. But even if our God does not deliver us, he's definitely delivering us from you, king. <laughs> I love it. They would tell us, don't be like everyone else. Do not submit yourself and bow down to the spirit of this age. Don't be foolish like everyone else in your generation. Be bold and stand strong. Stand fierce. I've said to you many times, Victory, there is an anointing. My God, there is an anointing, most definitely, that can put you down on the floor. But there is an anointing as well that will cause you to stand your ground. There's an anointing from the Holy Ghost that will make you stand when everybody around you is bowing down. Oh! Come on, let the lions roar tonight. You better be willing to stand with Jesus. Men of God, you better be ready to stand for Jesus. M women of God, you got to be ready to stand upon the word of the Lord and not back down, not be awkward, not cower away. It's time for us to stand. It's time for us to stand. Recently, my wife and I, we went to a gathering it was another eye-opening gathering in the Education Mountain here in Sarasota. I won't give all the details, but I was so thankful to see parent after parent after parent stand up. Some of you were in that meeting with me and Bren. Stand up and be bold as lions and make an outcry against these foul agendas that are coming into our schools. Standing. Standing against the LGBTQ. Come on. Standing against this diabolical, unclean thing. Parent after parent standing their ground. Saying we're not going to tolerate this. We're not going to tolerate the perversion that you're putting inside the textbooks to warp our kids and pervert them. Guys, listen. The Lord is going to cause us and he's going to call us to walk into places that are uncomfortable. We've got to get over being uncomfortable. We've got to get over ourselves and realize that the Lord has called us to go into these battles in this hour. That we will have the word of the Lord burning in our belly like fire. Like what we, what we sang tonight, that his word is like a fire shot up in my bones. And that when we speak, we don't have to worry about, are we going to offend? Listen, folks, the truth is going to offend people. It ain't about you. It ain't about your personality. It's not about your style or your hair or anything. It's about the truth. And truth is highly, highly, highly flammable in this hour. 
Some of you know the story, and I won't go into a lot of the details, but many of you know this story concerning back in 2009, 2010. We got wind, and I can't share all the details, but we got wind how out of New Orleans, they had the LGBTQ community had set target on Sarasota, and they wanted to make the first transgender mayor to be elected in Sarasota. And they were coming in and out of New Orleans. Uh, many people in the movement were coming to the city to make sure that those things were happening. We got wind of it and began to pray and intercede against it. And guess what? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. We've got to stand in our hour. We've got to stand on our watch. Three weeks ago while we were in here worshiping, I didn't give a, a, any attention to it. But that community had set up tents. They had painted rainbows all over our streets downtown. And they were about to have a massive celebration. And, and tell the masses that, that we're, we're a city of inclusion. We want the LGBTQ here. They were down there celebrating it all. But guess what? While we were in here worshiping, a deluge of thunderstorms came and poured on our city and washed the whole thing out. They, they had about a dozen people under a little bitty tent. <laughs> Come on. Give me that rain out. I love it. I'm in verse 26. I didn't lose place. Then Nebuchadnezzar, he went to the mouth of the burning, fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Can you imagine this? <laughs> come out. I'm talking to men that are walking in fire. Come out here. What are you doing? Come out here. Let's talk. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they came from the midst. Oh, I love this. this these are powerful. They came from the midst of the fire. I'm telling you, when I read these words early this morning, we were up about 4 a.m. in our house. It was a wild morning. I got in these scriptures, and when I read that, those words, they came out from the midst of the fire. I'm telling you what, I want you to be so branded here at Victory that when people see you, they're like, oh my gosh, that person's for Victory. How, how'd you know that? Because they look like they just walked out of the midst of the fire. Woo! Here comes the firebrands. Come on. Here comes the firebrands. They came walking out of the midst of the fire. Watch this. And the satraps, the, the, the administrators, the governors, the king's counselors, they gathered together. What is that? The government. The government came and, and looked upon them. Are you hearing this tonight? And they saw these men whose bodies the fire had no power. The hair on their head was not singed. Nor were their garments even affected, and the smell of fire was not on them. Nebuchadnezzar, he spoke, saying, Blessed be the God. He couldn't even hold it back. Just burst out of him. Couldn't even hold it back. Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trust in him. And they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any other God except their own God. Therefore, therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or language that speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces. And their houses shall be made an ash heap because there is no other God who can deliver like this. Woo! There's no other God. There is none like you, God. There is none like you. 
my God. I feel like a general getting ready to release an army in here tonight. Woo! Feel fire. And then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Wow. This is going to be hard to follow. Don't even try to take notes on this. But I want to give you a quote from General George Patton. How many of you know who General George? Now, I picked a good one. There's no vulgar language, so don't get nervous. He had a few little tasty words. (laughs) He said, battle, battle is the most magnificent competition in which a human being can indulge. It brings out all that is best, and it removes all that is base. All men are afraid of battle. The coward is the one who lets his fear overcome his sense of duty. Duty is the essence of manhood. That is a powerful, powerful word. Now, I'm speaking to you tonight about the fiery trial. If you're taking notes, the fiery trial. And ladies and gentlemen, it's no surprise. The the day of fiery trial has really come. We are moving into the very last hours of the last days. Everyone in this room understands that. We are moving into the last hours of the last days. We are moving towards an epic crescendo of the, of the return of the Lord Jesus Christ to planet Earth. We have to understand we are facing trials all around us. But Peter says when you face these fiery trials, I don't want you to be overwhelmed. I don't want you to be perplexed by it. I don't want you to just stand alone and think, why is this strange thing happening to me? I want you to discern it accurately. And I want you to receive it with joy and discern something. The reason that you're coming under fiery attack is the spirit of glory rests on you. I'm going to try this side. Okay. The spirit of glory rest on you. All right, we're all one family. Let's let's be careful. Be careful. Second Timothy chapter two. Put it in your notes tonight. Second Timothy chapter two. I love this. Now remember, it was the apostle Paul that wrote his spiritual son Timothy. And he said these words, he says, You therefore, you must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. We don't often hear preaching like this in 2021, do we? Everybody wants a milk word. We want an easy word. But listen what Paul is saying. You must endure hardship as a good soldier. Remember, don't think it's strange. Peter says, don't think it's strange when you start coming under these fiery attacks. Understand and discern it. But Paul says it like this, endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. Oh my Oh my, no one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please the Lord who enlisted him as a soldier. It was Paul that goes on to write to us in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. He tells us that we are engaged in a warfare, but he tells us that our the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty, mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. you got to catch that. Casting down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. I have to stop right there and just show you. That's the very nature, nature of Satan. 
Satan has always been the one that said, I will exalt myself above the Most High. I will exalt myself to be worshipped like the Most High. He's always wanting to exalt himself. Yet Paul tells us we have weapons against everything that is trying to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. There is an antichrist spirit that is warring against the nations of the earth, that is warring against the church right now. But you and I have been given weapons of warfare. To deal with everything that is coming up against the knowledge of God. To take authority over it. To bind it and render it powerless. Don't think it's strange when you're in fiery trials. I'm here to encourage somebody in this house tonight. Grab hold of this. Jesus said these words, Matthew 5. These are Jesus' words. In verse 10. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when you are reviled. And they persecute you and they say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Wow. I wonder when Jesus spoke these words if he had a crowd like this tonight that just shouted hallelujah. I bet they went, oh, whoa. <laughs> Stop the press. What? what? Listen to those words. You're blessed when you're persecuted. You're blessed when fiery trials are coming at you. Listen, I want to encourage you because every one of you right now, you are facing a level of warfare in many spheres and many landscapes of your life. Inside the story of what you are walking through right now, every one of you are facing fiery trials. Don't think it's strange. Don't be bewildered. Don't be offended with God. No, He is right in the midst, walking with you. As surely as He was walking with Shadrach, Meshach, And Abednego, he is walking with you. He said, I will not just be with you. I will be in you. I am walking with you. I'm in this with you even now. Romans chapter 5, the words of the Apostle Paul. Romans 5. This is such the meat of this message. The meat. I love this. Eat the meat. Amen. Come on. Give me an amen. Amen. Romans 5. Are you there? Verse 1, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. Oh, there's such powerful words, rich with revelation. And rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, we glory in tribulations. If we're going to repent, it literally means to change your way of thinking. If we repent, Jesus said repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. If we're going to truly repent, then we're going to come into a revelatory understanding of what he is saying here. Glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation is actually producing something. What is it doing? It's producing perseverance. And perseverance, character. And character, hope. Now, hope does not lead to disappointment. Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit that was given to us. Oh, glory to God. I need you to say tonight, hope does not disappoint. Say it again. That's right. 
this crunch time that we're going through, these tribulations, these fiery trials that we are walking through, God is producing the gold of the kingdom within you, and He is going to produce in you to be a vessel of honor and glory. In the midst of these trying times, I am confident that God can see what we cannot see. Are you confident of that? I, th I believe God can see what many times we cannot see. That God is actually preparing a triumph and a victory in this that is far beyond even our comprehension. When things do not make sense and you're walking through it, I want you to hear the Apostle Peter encourage you from ages past because this word is still alive. Don't be bewildered. Don't think it's strange that you're going through fiery trials. And you'll hear the voice of the Lord saying, I'm working in you perseverance endurance. I'm working in you the power of my spirit. I'm going to reveal the mystery of my will on the inside of my ecclesia that I am building. And I'm building it in such a way the gates of hell are not even going to be able to prevail against it. Woo! We are living in a wicked age, ladies and gentlemen. We are living in the midst of a perverted generation, a corrupt generation. Who don't know, they do not even want to acknowledge God from the very top out of Washington. Don't even want to acknowledge God. But all the while, Watch what God is doing. He's building His church. And as we persevere in tribulation, God is producing in us character and hope. This hope, this hope is not, is not pom-poms and cheerleading. This, this, this hope is not hype. This hope is not gimmicks. This hope is the power of God in you. I have fire all over me tonight. Write this down. Perseverance. Perseverance is having the capability to bear up under different difficult, excuse me, obstacles, difficult obstacles and circumstances. Perseverance is having the capability to bear up under difficult obstacles or difficult circumstances. But I want you to hear this tonight. Perseverance is not just embodying or having the capability to survive something. God is actually building you in such a way, men of God in this room, women of God in this room, hear the Holy Ghost. God's building you in such a way during these times of trial and tribulation so that you can now begin to put on spiritual weight. I've said it to you many times, and I'll say it many times again. Revelation is what establishes authority in your life. It's like saying the Word became flesh. The Word has to become flesh. It has to become a revelation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld Him, the one full of glory, are you tracking with me? What happened was that revelation had to become flesh. And what happens is, is when revelation becomes a reality, you experience authority in God. You take on spiritual weight when revelation, when you see, listen, when you start really looking through the scenario of your journey. When you start looking at the terrain of your spiritual path and start seeing where God has been with you the whole time and how he's leading you and directing every step on the royal path of life, you're going to start getting encouraged. 
And then you're going to start realizing and awakening to this. It's a revelation. God is building me. God is building me. And he is making me into a woman or a man that is unstoppable in the kingdom of God. God is making me into a woman of God, a man of God that will be unquenchable, that will be incorruptible, unstoppable. That is what God is doing. He's building you. He's making you his tabernacle. Oh, thank you, Lord. God is making you right now to a man and a woman that is absolutely amazing. A man who is tested and tried and true. Who has wisdom and gold that embodies truth. It's truth that you possess that becomes reality. Are you hearing me? But also, it's men that are tried by the fire. It's women that are tried by the fire who are refined by the fire. My friend, let the Lord refine you in the fire. That's for everybody. That's for Brian. That's for everybody. Because God desires to make us a vessel of honor and glory. Wow. I want to say tonight, do not underestimate the power of and the process of our development as the ecclesia. There are many right now that are falling away. Do you understand that? There are many that are falling away. There are many that are being seduced by the spirit of this age. They are losing their spiritual equilibrium. They are in a, 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 a place of being dazed and confused by the spirit of this age. But that's not your story. That's not your story. You're not being duped. God is building you. God is building you into someone who is going to be able to endure so that as you are in the times of fiery trial, you're not going to think it's strange, but you're going to start understanding, and it's going to be a revelation burning in your spirit. The spirit of glory is resting on me. The spirit of God is resting on me. And the reason that I'm under persecution is because I am blessed, and the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Listen, oh man, I can't go down too far of the stories, but I'm going to tell you, there, something's really increasing. I go to places and I'm telling you, people with devils are noticing when I'm walking in the doors. I'm telling you, things are increasing in the spiritual realm, folks. We are being set up, make no bones about it, for a divine confrontation to bring power over the dark kingdom. Come on, give God praise tonight. Come on. Paul says in Galatians, he says, Do not grow weary in doing good, for in due season you will reap if you do not lose heart. In Hebrews 12, 12, it says, Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and your weak knees. The Apostle Paul tells us in Ephesians 6, he says, don't cease praying in the Spirit. Folks, when, when we pray, when we're up here in worship and we pray for a fresh baptism of the Spirit, I want you to, I want you to grab a hold of that. I want you to get in unity with that because, guys, you can have many baptisms in the Spirit of God. We need fresh baptisms of the Holy Spirit upon us at all times so that we're continually burning and continually burning. Are you with me? Yeah. Romans 12, verses 21. Paul says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Oh, I love that. Don't be overwhelmed. Don't be overcome by the evil that is so grieving. How many of you... At times, you're so grieved and vexed over what you're seeing. Absolutely. 
Don't be overcome by it. But overcome this evil with good. I'm going to jump to Romans chapter 4. You guys, I hope you're staying with me tonight back there. Romans 4. i got to jump right into this. This is verses 18 and 20. Abraham chose to have hope, who contrary to hope, in hope he believed, so that he he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So shall be your descendants. He did not waver at that promise that God gave him through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that, that he who had promised to him was able to perform it. Oh my, oh my. Right now more than ever, we cannot waver in unbelief that God is going to save America. We cannot waver in our hope. How will God do it? He's a miracle-working God. There's no God like this God. He's a miracle-working God. He's the God of signs and wonders. He's the God that got us pregnant with extraordinary prayers and decrees and said, now you stand in the earth realm and you decree to this nation what I tell you to decree. And we did it. And we accessed the throne and we stayed faithful and we decreed it. Now, what are we going to do? Now we're going to stand and say, it shall be done. It shall be done. Come on. We're not losing our hope. Hallelujah. Let hope arise. Say it tonight. Let hope arise. Second Timothy. I'm using the Bible tonight. We make no apologies for that here victory. Second Timothy chapter four. The apostle Paul, he writes these words. Verse seven, he says, I fought the good fight. I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I've kept the faith. Oh, that's so powerful. What is the point there? We need to understand that fighting the good fight, finishing the race, and keeping the faith are all wrapped in one. We can't just do two. We've got to finish strong. Are you with me? Verse 8, finally, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Oh, my gosh. There is a crown. I heard that back there. That was different. That was a kind of a different amen. Must have been a cheerleader back in her day. Sound like a bird. (laughs) Finally, there is laid up a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day. But look at the next words. But not only me, but to all those who have loved his appearing. That's you and I. There are crowns of righteousness that he has prepared for every man of God and woman of God here. And for all of eternity. You know what we're going to do? We're going to be taking those crowns and just casting them at his feet. Casting them at his feet. Woo! Casting them at his feet. Wow! Man. There's, There's just this fire up here. Can I give you some more scripture tonight? You guys okay? Stand up real quick. Lord, let your fire break out in this place. Let your fire just break out in this place tonight. Fire of your holiness. Fire of your holiness. Lord, your angels of fire are here. Your angels of holy fire are here. Ignite us tonight. Lord, light the fire. Light the fire. Light the fire. Light the fire. In Jesus' name. Fire. Fire. You may be seated in heavenly places. (laughs) First Corinthians chapter 3. Some of you got that. (laughs) <laughs> now, now the rest of you are getting it. First Corinthians chapter 3, I'm in verse 12. For we are God's fellow workers, and you are God's field, 
And you are God's building. Notice these words. What did I say to you moments ago? God is building us. He's building you. Let's read it together. You're God's fellow workers. You're God's field. You're God's building. According to the grace which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. For if anyone builds... On this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. Man, that's a reality check. The substance of our lives will be proven. If anyone's work has been built on it, built on it indoors. He will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved. That's a good word. Yet, as through fire. Fire. There's something about God. He loves fire. It's because he is fire. Our God is an all-consuming fire. I keep seeing Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego walking there with the Lord. The Lord stepping into that place of burning with them. Stepping into the furnace with them. We have a great need of endurance right now. That's scripture. That's Hebrews 10.36. It says we have need of endurance. So that when you have done the will of God. You may receive what is promised. My friend. God is building you. And you're going to endure. You're going to persevere. And God is going to bring great character and great hope out of every man of God and woman of God in this place. Stay the course. Stay with the Holy Ghost. And don't think it's strange when fiery trials come your way. Are you with me tonight? Mm. I'm going to end right here. I'm going to land here. 1 Peter chapter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1. Verse 6. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith be much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire may be found to the praise, the honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Oh, my. We're in a test. We're in trials. But the genuineness of our faith is coming forth. The gold that is in you is coming forth. The power of the Holy Ghost inside of you. These are not my words. These are Rick Joyner's words. I'll never forget when I heard him say it. It was about 1997, 98. He said, "There, if the Holy Spirit is within you, and he is the spirit that raised Christ from the dead, then the spirit that is within you is more powerful than all of the armies of the earth combined. I believe, I was raised to believe that in these last days, what, what God will manifest through his church, his ecclesia, is going to even supersede the book of Acts. The genuineness of your faith is being proven. And you're not just going to survive you're going to be activated to start moving in the power of the Spirit. You're going to be a man and a woman who's not going to be bowing down to the spirit of this age. While everyone else is bowing down, you're going to be standing. While everyone else is being quiet and being a coward, you're going to feel fire in your belly 
and the river's going to flow out of you, and the words of life are going to come through you, and also the words of confrontation against evil. Don't you be afraid of that. Can I encourage somebody? Don't you be afraid of that. It, the Word tells us in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 9, Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness, supreme above all, because of two things. He loved righteousness, but he hated lawlessness. God celebrated his son because of those two things. He loved righteousness, but he hated lawlessness. God's going to raise you up to be his voice. God's going to raise you up to be his spokesman, Leah Ish. Isn't that right? God's raising you up. You up, Sarah. Bren. Sandra. Mary, Debbie, August, mighty women of God. God's raising you up. There is an anointing that will cause you to stand in this hour. And with that, I just ask you to stand. <laughs> Praise God. Cody, come. It's been a mighty night. The kingdom of God was always meant to shape culture, never to retreat from it. The kingdom of God was always meant to shape culture, never to retreat from it. Aren't you glad that tonight in 2021, we stand in Sarasota, Florida, and there is a witness of three young men that stood. It is their testament that while everyone else was falling down and worshiping the image, the false God image, there were three men that stood and knew their God. He's the only God. He's the God of wonders. He's the God of miracles. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. He's the father of glory. He's the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's your father. Do you remember when Jesus saw Mary in the garden? He said, I want you to go on to Galilee, but before I go and meet you there, I'm going to your God and my God. <laughs> so awesome. He's your God. Let's lift our hands across this room tonight. Hallelujah. Fire. Fire, a baptism of fire. Lord, Lord, thank you for your winds that are coming through this room even now. Thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost upon us now. Lord, thank you that you are orchestrating and going before us. Your glory is going before us even now. Lord, even now, you are wiping away the delusionment and the clouds of fiery trials that many have been enduring. But now, Lord, we are seeing clearly for the spirit of glory rests on us. And I thank you that you are going to move and use us in power and in might. I thank you that you are going to raise up voices out of this place, voices to confront the works of darkness, but also to engage and be releasers of light. We say, let there be light. We say, let there be light in Sarasota. Let there be light on this region. Let there be glory. Let there be fire. Let there be glory. Lord, our city will be known as a city of awakening, a city of revival, a city of outpouring. Our city will not be known as a beacon of inclusion for wickedness, oh God, but this city will be marked with the outpouring of the glory of God. We claim this city, God. You have given us this city. You are building an army. You are building an army, 
Holy Spirit. Oh, man. Thank you, Lord. We say, let your kingdom come. Kingdom of God, come. Will of God be done as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's give God praise in the house tonight. these altars. I want our, our prayer team to just prepare themselves to get ready to move into this time. Just before we transitioned out of worship to go into a time of loving on one another and greeting, some very, very beautiful key things were happening in the congregation, and it's still happening. And the Holy Spirit is still wooing and touching many. I've had to release this word as a messenger. I've had to preach this word, but I've also been very cognitive and very aware of the Spirit, the Spirit's movement upon this body tonight. So, Lord, right now, we just bless what you're doing. We bless what you're doing, and we ask you for more, more. Would you pray that? Give us more, Lord. Give us more, Lord. Give us more, Lord. Give us more, Holy Spirit. Tonight, if you're in this room, if you're in this room and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, tonight is that night. He loves you. And God has written an everlasting love story over your life. He gave Jesus for you because he loves you. Jesus came to rescue and save you and redeem you. If you're in this room, you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life. Tonight is your night to receive him as your Savior, your Lord, your King. I want to be sensitive right now. This could be your moment. I pray it is. If you're in here tonight and you would just say, Brian, I want to give my life to the Lord Jesus tonight. I want to give my life to the King of Kings. I believe he is the Son of God. I want to give him my life. Can you just bow your head to congregation? If that would be you tonight, you would just raise your hand, just wave at me, just look at me and say, that's me. That's me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ tonight. If that's you, just look at me and wave at me. So I, I, I don't want to miss you tonight. Okay. Okay. Okay, good. Some of you have some really, really pressing needs, and our, our prayer team wants to minister to you. We want to pray for you tonight. We want to invite you to come. If you would like prayer tonight, the prayer of agreement, or perhaps you're just desiring a fresh baptism of the Spirit, we want you to come. We want to open these altars. We want to minister to you. If you want prayer, I want you to come right now. Just step out from where you're at. If you want prayer tonight, I want you to come. And then our prayer team. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Vicki, it's so good to have you here. This is your first night coming to the altar. Praise God. Come on. Awesome. You want prayer tonight. We want you to step right up here. We're ready to minister to you. Matt, so great to see you guys. Alyssa, so great to see you guys. Love you. Bless you. Praise God. Hey, Chris. Is that your sister? God. Prayer team, go right ahead. Let's just begin to flow right into ministry. I want to pray for every one of you. If you would just lift your hands, I want to speak a blessing over you tonight. Come on, I just want to speak a blessing. I want to release a blessing. The fire of the Lord, the fire of the Lord upon you. The fire of the Lord upon you in your house. Hallelujah. I speak refreshing, refreshing from the Holy Spirit. I speak fresh oil from the Holy Ghost. 
speak encouragement to your life tonight. Be renewed tonight. Be strengthened tonight in the Spirit. I bless you. God is building you. You are His great treasure. You are His great treasure. He is building you. He is with you always. He will never fail you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He's holding you now. I bless you in Jesus' name, victory. Amen and amen. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. For more information, go to our website at victoryfla.com or download the Victory FLA app.